Welcome back to episode 30 of the Bitch Pigeons podcast and our 13, lucky number 13th edition of Am I the Asshole? I'm your host, Alex Hobson, and we have assembled our roundtable of everyone from tax fraudsters to amputees to cokeheads to determine who the asshole is in stories that I will read. So, uh, boys, what do you say? Should we just jump right in? Let's fucking get weird. <laughs> intro was awesome. I always, I always strive for an awesome intro. That's just, that's just part, of my, part of my niche here. Got to set the tone. Exactly. Exactly. It's always it's all about the first impression, you know. Yeah. Watch your tone, starring Angelo <laughs> and Brandon Lemieux. Oh God. Uh, now available. Now available on Parlor. <laughs> right. Um. Okay. First story I got in front of me here. Am I the asshole for making a deal with my mother-in-law, which led to her never meeting my children? <laughs> oh. Uh, I I don't know who would. I, I, like, I don't know who would be criticizing who for being the asshole in this story. So let's just, I'm excited to read this one and see what, see what we're dealing with. All right. I have three kids ranging from 15 to eight, and I've been happily no contact with my mother-in-law for 16 years. When I met my mother-in-law, she absolutely hated me. She had been cool with past girlfriends. Everyone swore that she was so nice and laid back when I wasn't around, but she despised me. She did everything she could to exclude me and was always taking digs at me. I'm not the type to take, I am not the type to take the lying down. I, that doesn't make sense. And it turned nasty. I know I said things I'm not proud of. My husband tried to stick up for me. He tried to set boundaries, but mother-in-law would be would rather be right than happy. He tried putting her in timeout. <laughs> mother-in-law is competitive as fuck, and when her time was out, she, when her timeout was over, she wouldn't answer her phone. At the time, I was too pushy for him to choose me. It was literally ripping my husband's soul out. So uh, I wonder if that was an actual timeout he was talking or she was talking about or what, or uh, yeah. <laughs> go to the corner. This is a, yeah. We were on a short trip with her and it ended with me screaming at her. My husband feeling so defeated. He broke down in tears and mother-in-law actually had a panic attack and ended up with hives. Not the first time she had a physical reaction because being around me upset her so much. It just occurred to me that we can't go on like that. Did she get hives or the hiv? nice one kevin it was hives oh okay Uh, the three of us had a long conversation about what we wanted mother-in-law wanted to be able to see her son without seeing me i wanted to not put up with her shit anymore and my husband didn't want to lose either of us during the talk i learned that mother-in-law was totally indifferent to having grandchildren so i proposed a deal mother-in-law and dh could have whatever relationship they wanted outside of me she could have her family dinners and her family pictures without having to freak out about me not being family but she would never meet our kids Mother-in-law was chomping at the bit. She loved it. The next year was one of the most peaceful of my life. My husband was finally happy. Mother-in-law was no longer a basket case getting physically ill over the stress. And I had my first child. Mother-in-law never once broke out agreements. She has ne- broke our agreement. Jesus. She has never asked me to meet them. I am not even sure she knows their names. My husband has lunch with her about once a week and goes to family dinners or cookouts at her house a couple times a month. He even spends Christmas Eve with her. Recently, my two oldest children have expressed interest in meeting her. Honestly, I worry that it's because she has money and does a lot of cool stuff. DH doesn't go on vacations, family vacations without us, but my oldest founder ran on social media and now knows how much they travel and that mother-in-law has multiple vacation houses. We are comfortably middle class and all the money comes from her husband, who is sister-in-law's dad, but not DH's. Still, we are talking it over and deciding if they should meet her. However, both kids have told me I was selfish for striking that deal and they feel as I use them as bargaining chips. I don't have any family on my side and they're really mad that they missed out. Now, I don't think mother-in-law is a good person, but her life does look pretty great on social media. My kids seem really mad at me, so now I'm questioning everything. Am I the asshole? That's actually a, that's actually a very interesting one to start things off. That's not your typical <laughs> am I the asshole question. 
Yeah, no, that's that's pretty like balanced, I guess. Like obviously yeah. the mother in law isn't she's a little fucking off her kilter, but um yeah, I d I don't think she's necessarily the asshole. I mean it was fucking before she had kids, so that she that she made this agreement. It's not like she was using them once they were already born no, and no, it met no, the fuck grandma. Kids. <laughs> Saint Sumery. Um, 100% 100% native yeah <laughs> um yeah I, I don't know what to say about this one because it seems like they it seems like they have a good deal worked out it's just the kids want to meet their mother-in-law because she's she appears to be loaded here so I, kind of the kids are the dicks yeah I, the kids might be the dicks here I don't know man like kids are the assholes fuck them kids man. i mean at the same time if you put the money thing aside like i could i could see being in their shoes and wanting to meet their meet family that they've never met before like that makes sense 100 percent. but yeah if, if it's coming down to the money then it's like nah maybe your kids are just gold diggers <laughs> uh nick anything to say kids could just ask for a knee transfer for christmas <laughs> That actually might not be a bad idea. Just get, like add a little, uh, add a little extra clause to the de- uh, to the deal where uh, the kids don't get to see their mother in law on holidays, but they get a nice little e transfer under the tree on Christmas morning. Five thousand dollar fine. The the Nick Kawa special. <laughs> well, I don't think Nick's granny knows how to use e transfer. I think that's just straight from the wallet. Straight yeah, cash, homie. Straight, straight from under the mattress. <laughs> she actually she actually stays up all night just like feathering out dollar bills and creating a Scrooge McDuck pile for Nick. <laughs> Uh Derek, do you have any any closing thoughts here? Because I'm well, I don't I know mean, what to say. No, you nailed it. It's 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 a really weird situation. I mean, yeah, the kids could be motivated to see them because they've never seen her, but also is it because of everything they're seeing on social media and they want to cash in? Which it's it's kind of tough. I don't know. I just want to know what it is that causes the two to hate each other so much like i i understand like it like if there was a if there was a legitimate reason because we've had these stories before where it's like um that there, there was some sort of big fight or there was a legitimate reason why they hated each other but they never really specified what it was it's just yeah we don't like each other like i don't know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna cast cast judgment at all because i don't know what goes on in their life but i at, one, at some point it. yeah at some point would you not just like <laughs> yeah at some point would you not just like put your differences aside and like just be one big happy family. I don't know. You you would um, think so. Yeah, but. you would think. All right. Well, I guess no, not the asshole for this one. Um, I'm not really sure what else to say about that. Uh, yeah, that I was, think uh, that's pretty fair. A little bit anticlimactic. I thought that was going to be a little more, a little more dramatic and intense. Um, <laughs> okay, this will be this will be fun. Um, <laughs> am I the asshole for being upset that my husband used my bonus on him? <laughs> It depends on what you brought. I mean, probably not. What but... a fucking deadbeat! Yeah, probably not the asshole. But uh, let's <laughs> let's, let's read it anyways. Can't we? All right. <laughs> All right. Come on. All right. History. My husband is 28 and I'm 27. We've been married for about four years. We dated in college and got married after. He finished college with a finance degree and thought he would go into accounting. Well, he quickly found out that was not his passion. So he bounced around jobs and ideas such as business, teacher, lawyer, etc. But nothing really kept him saying this is what I want to do. This was pre-COVID. Since COVID, he has not attempted anything. He says after the pandemic, there will be a boom in jobs and he can find something that he's passionate about. I've been working full time and thankfully my job became remote and pays the bills while keeping food on the table. Incident in question. 
after the fiscal year closed, my work had done really well. We, we sell medical testing equipment. So it was a big product of 2020. I was given a promotion and I got a little pay raise and a small bonus. I was really excited because I could finally repair my purse and replace my shoes. My friend's puppy destroyed, but I acknowledge I should not have left my purse on a low stool in front of the puppy's bed. So my fault. I was so excited to tell my husband, but he seemed more excited than me over this promotion. He started going off how he could redo his game area. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, this guy's a loser. Oh, geez. You can already tell. <laughs> how do you go from getting a finance degree to redoing your gaming area? Um, Okay, anyways, uh, and get the new system since he was tired of his others, and I was dumbfounded. I got really quiet because I almost could not believe what he was saying. He eventually goes out and gets himself a new system, a chair, and a mouse. He basically spent my bonus. I was so upset and ultimately hurt and numb. We ended up getting into an argument, and he called (laughs) called me selfish for not being happy that he got to achieve his dream, and I am spoiled for being upset. I couldn't spend this money on me first. Holy I basically shit. called him an ungrateful asshole and asked why he, de- why he does deserve new stuff when I have been providing. He got really quiet on that one and stormed out saying he'd be staying with his family. I have been getting angry calls and texts due to the fact that he didn't quote unquote feel supported in his own home and quote unquote, if I am making the money, I can get whatever I want when I want. And I shouldn't throw it in his face if he doesn't have an income, which is not true. I'm trying to keep a roof over our head and food on the table. All his family and friends think I way overreacted to something that makes my husband happy and that the next time we get a large sum of money, my husband said he would let me repair my purse. I haven't responded and I don't think I will for a few days, but I've gotten so many. You're such a bitch. And the uh, I'm starting to wonder I'm really am if I really am. <laughs> All right, boys, have at her. Oh, no. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Like, what the f- yeah, this guy's a fucking dud. You should leave him. You know what? This reminds me of that meme where it's like, where it's like a, a real man doesn't go 50 50 on the rent. A real man lets his wife pay 100% of the, ra- uh, the rent while he pursues his rap dream. Yeah, That's what this put, reminds me of. Put, put that crown on your head, King. Jesus <sighs> fucking like, Christ. Fuck? And then, then, then the next time we get a large sum of money, she can repair her purse. What, so the next time she gets a raise next year because you're still not working, you broke-ass bitch? Oh, my God. This girl should That's hit up Nick. Right now. Nick has a business. He just gets money from Grandma. Yeah. It's a good deal. <laughs> Straight cash. <laughs> I can't get over that. I all his friends and this is my favorite line of the whole thing all his friends and family think i way overreacted to something that makes my husband happy that's probably about the softest way that you could have said all my all his friends and family are mad because i didn't i i didn't want him spending money that i earned like yeah (laughs) like if he wants this new fucking gaming system get a job you bum oh yeah and you can pay some bills too Okay, straight up, I'm going to go on record and say this right now. If I ever get to a point in life when I don't have a job and my girlfriend gets a massive bonus and the first thing I say is, fuck yeah, I can redo my gaming setup, then just please shoot me. Just end my life there and then. I've I've recorded this. This is just, this is no. I uh, that's why I said (laughs) I'm putting it on the record. I'm putting it on the record. I we'll wanted send, it to we'll be on the record Gray. for a reason. Yes, please. He can get Brad along the way. Um, <laughs> Jesus. All right. <laughs> uh, Nick, do you have anything to say about that one? Or Nothing much to say, really, other than, yeah. Uh, using Oh, the husband is making me. Oh, 
this makes my husband happy or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> happy. It's a pretty poor excuse when you're spending money that isn't isn't his. And I don't know. Maybe you could work from home. Maybe you can start an OnlyFans. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why not just start an OnlyFans? Yeah. It sounds like you just pay for it. Sounds like you just got a new rig. So. Or you know what? You, you you know what you do? You hit up the black market. You shave your feet and you get into that. There you go. <laughs> sounds like a nice ground I mean, to stand and, and on. And still, I think the killer part of it was the whole. The next time we get a large sum of money, that still blows my mind. It's like. Okay, so she can't do anything, and you're giving her permission next time to do with her own money. Like, fuck you, bud. Yeah. 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 Clearly, it's my <laughs> return next week. Go so on. this is Nick yeah. when he gets married. Clearly. Right. Yeah. What what that basically is is like if your brother gets a brand new PS5 on Christmas morning, and you tell him, okay, so I'm gonna keep this one, and next Christmas you can ask for a PS5, and you can keep that one. <laughs> That's pretty much what it was. Seems um, legit. Yeah, nothing else to talk about for that one. But while we're on the topic of uh, toxic men, uh, <laughs> how about this one? Am I the asshole for, quote unquote, emasculating my 38-year-old husband in front of his family? <laughs> probably right. n- probably not, to be honest. Probably but not. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> put, put your predictions in, boys. <laughs> All right. My, fi- my, my fiance and I have been together for about six years, engaged for two. After we got engaged, we sat down and have had the quote-unquote deal breakers talk. Basically things in our lives, our futures, hypothetical situations that leave little room for compromise, i.e. adopting children, finances, family boundaries, religion, etc. One of the things on my list was no prenup. I'm not here to debate with anyone about their use. I just think that if you're preparing for divorce before even getting married, it's a sign that you're probably marrying the wrong person. He agreed and everything was fine. Lately, his family, particularly his mother, keeps on bringing up signing a prenup. I've told her no many times, says this is an issue between us and we will discuss it privately and make our own decisions as a couple. He also tells her no, although more weekly. Well, last night we went there for dinner and she brought out an actual prenup drafted by her lawyer. She put it in front of me after dinner and told me to sign. Obviously, I didn't even read it, let alone sign it. Holy fuck. (laughs) She called me a gold digger. No one, including my fiance, stood up for me, so I stood up for myself. I told her there is no gold to dig here. I make four. <laughs> oh, fuck. Sorry, I got to take a deep breath before I say this next sentence. I told her that there is no gold to dig here. I make four times as much as he makes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an MD, and he dropped out second year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I've, I've paid off all of my student debt he has over 100k left <laughs> oh, fuck. she is dragging him through the mud <laughs> i have <laughs> i have my own house ample savings and i will certainly inherit more from my parents than he will from his <laughs> mic drop they have six kids in our middle class. What is she worried about? That shut her up real quick, especially when my sister-in-law then said, if anything, he's the cool digger here. <laughs> aye, 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 aye. Uh, my fiance is now angry with me. He said it was emasculating for his family to know I'm so much more successful than him and his brothers are making jokes and changed his contact info to gold digger. <laughs> Personally, I don't think I was rude or out of line, but he thinks I was an asshole and could have handled it better. All right, I'll let you guys get after it in a second, but I just want to say one thing. Queen. Fucking queen. Fucking All right. right. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, like, so no, you're not the asshole, but like, holy fuck. How, did, he, how didn't his family know? Like, obviously he dropped out. Has he just been feeding them some line of bullshit that like, He's the doctor and you aren't like, 
Well, where did they get this impression that he is ever going to have more money than her? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. But no, you're not the asshole. (laughs) Fuck. Eric, let's get your take. The guy's guy's mother is clearly the asshole. And I mean, glad it blew up in her face. Like, who has the nerve to sit there and draft up a prenup when you're not even involved in it? Like, fuck yourself. And the fact that he got um, exposed, well, maybe the next time I tell your mom to keep her fucking nose out of your business yeah. when it comes to shit like that. Uh-huh. I can't say I your disagree. Mom, your mom is the one that got you emasculated, not your fiance. Like, yeah, exactly. Us. If your mom is still stepping in and trying to make decisions like this, that's more emasculating than your, your girl making more money than you, in my opinion. <laughs> um, Nick, what do you think? Yeah, that uh, story was so spicy. I need some acid. Ref- I need some fucking Tums or something. Acid reflux, Nick. Hey. Wow. Okay. Goodbye. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. You know what? I, can I just go on record too and say that, like, I, I can't believe it's 2021 and we're still saying that it's emasculating if your significant other, your female significant other, makes more money than you. Like, that, that's not that's not emasculating. Like, I, I I think ideally you just want each of you guys to be as successful as possible. Or am I tripping? Like, no, you, know no. you know what's even better? His sister saying, if anything, you're the gold digger. That, that, that was the that, best part. That, that was, was the best some, part. That was fucking top rope. And I'm fucking here for it. Let's go. Yeah. Um, oh, man. But I mean, like, Abby makes more money than me. I don't fucking care. <laughs> I, I'm, bo- <laughs> I'm happy. Bo- you'd make more if you didn't put Kevin, it Kevin, you here. fucking gold digger. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, I'm happy where I work. So, I mean, I make good money. But exactly like, the fact that that's some fucking fragile masculinity right there. The yeah, fact exactly. Just, the fact that he just went, oh, you emasculated me because you told her that I make you make four times more than me. Like, no, no fucking shit. Get a better job if you don't want to be emasculated. Yeah, then. you like, didn't fuck. you didn't want to you didn't want to be a bum. Maybe you shouldn't have dropped out second year. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. No, you are not the asshole. Then. You are. A, you're a fucking queen. Yep. You're a queen. All right. Um, Slay. Yes. <laughs> yes, queen. All right. So we have a, we have a different one here. This comes from the perspective of a 15 year old girl. And it's, am I the asshole for walking out of a practice after my substitute swim coach told me I couldn't. So a nice little, nice little change of pace from the typical parent in laws being assholes and uh, you know, family butting into each other's business and stuff. This is going to be a little bit different. So uh, yeah. Um, I bet some... this girl's seen, I bet this girl's seen Headley twice in concert before. <laughs> <laughs> trench <laughs> oh yeah simple plan shut the fuck up kyle i, I know you're listening to this <laughs> all right guys should we get into the story now or what <laughs> <laughs> all right so for some background i'm a 15 year old girl and i've been swimming competitively for a club team for a little over seven years which means i know every coach very well and i've been coached by almost all of them at some point I also work for the swim team and teach swim lessons to the younger kids. This is an official job. I have a work permit and receive consistent pay for teaching these lessons. I teach swim lessons for the team twice a week. This girl sounds more fucking successful than the guy from the last story. Um, this girl sounds more successful <laughs> than me, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at 15, like, geez. Uh, the lessons are scheduled to start 10 minutes after my practice gets done. So if I'm coaching, I typically get out of practice about five to 10 minutes early so I can shower and change. These are older kids, so I don't have to be in the water with them. My supervisor likes us to be a few minutes early, and I also like to look presentable at least and be a good role model to the younger kids. 
the other day, my current coach, who is a man in his 30s, wasn't able to make our practice, which doesn't happen very often. Instead of canceling practice, another one of the coaches, a 50-ish year old woman, took his place. We all knew this coach very well, and I personally had her as a coach for three and a half years. She had a lot of experience and was constantly going to conventions to learn how to coach her swimmers better. My typical coach is very aware that I leave early on these days as it's been going on as it has been going on for several weeks. When I saw we had the other coach for the day, I immediately went up to her and told her I'd be getting out early. She replied by saying 10 minutes was plenty of time. I tried to explain that the job started in 10 minutes and I needed to be there early, but she insisted that 10 minutes was enough. At this point in my life, saving up for a car, I prioritized my job over athletics and decided I would be leaving when I needed to, no matter what she said. About 10 minutes early, I got out of the pool and put my equipment away. The substitute coach stopped me and told me to get back in the pool and finish the current set, which would be ending a few minutes after practice should end, actually. I repeated myself telling her that I had to leave to get ready for work, but she told me again to put my cap back on. I then proceeded to tell her how much I admired her as a coach, that she was always, she was always learning new coaching techniques and she had so much experience and knowledge, but I needed to leave. I calmly stated that my job isn't optional, that my supervisor expected me to be there early. Even after all this, she was still upset and told me to get back in the pool. I firmly said that I was not asking for, for permission. I was telling her that I was leaving and then walked out. She was gone by the time I returned to the pool deck to begin work. I've never stood up to an adult like that. And I'm wondering if I made the right decision. I don't want to tell her my normal coach and have him. I don't want her to tell my normal coach and have him be upset either. Am I the asshole? No. 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 <laughs> Jesus, Derek, calm down, please. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that one didn't need to yell, Derek. Jesus Christ. That was aggressive. Derek. <laughs> no, it does deserve the yell. Who is she gonna say that she can't fucking leave? Fuck that shit. Yeah, Eric, no. It's... Leave, get out, leave right now. <laughs> on this podcast. Shout out JoJo. <laughs> Shout out JoJo. Please sponsor us. <laughs> or just keep posting pictures. Yeah, that works too. Yes, very much. Uh, no, not 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 the asshole. I mean. Your your regular coach has been cool with it. It'd be like if some substitute teacher was like, "No, you can't you can't leave early because I say so." But your normal teacher always lets you. So, yeah, uh, it's it's pretty pretty cut and yeah. dry for me. There's absolutely nothing else to say about this one. I mean, uh, she she took every measure appropriate to let her substitute coach know that she was not going to be finishing the set. She. Um, uh, let her know ahead of time and she probably made it clear she made, she sounded like it made it clear she made it clear a bunch of times before she actually left so uh yeah there's uh there, there's no possible way in hell that this girl could be the asshole in this situation Being all right go. cool okay uh <laughs> am i the asshole for telling my pregnant daughter-in-law the world does not revolve around her well it revolves around oh, here her we belly. go <laughs> wow. <laughs> Zing! All right. So, I'm fifty. I'm a fifty-year. Oh, Jesus Christ! I am a fifty-four-year-old female, and my husband Rick is fifty-seven, and we have three kids. Rick so they're me. actually providing us with names here. <laughs> this actually might be. Could you imagine? I think he's around fifty-seven. <laughs> All right. Um, the oldest, Kurt who is 29 is married to Becky, who is 28. She's normally a good daughter-in-law and I try to be a good mother-in-law. We have a pretty good relate. We have had a pretty good relationship through the years. Issues have only popped up in the last few months since they are now expecting a baby in November. It's relevant to this situation that Kurt is tip. Kurt is technically my stepson, but I am the only mother he has known. 
Becky is becoming increasingly difficult. She expects everyone to bend to her will because she is pregnant or because she is the mother of our grandchild. Recently, Rick and Kurt were talking about our finances and Becky started making suggestions about what money we should start saving for our grandbaby. That same day, I served lunch. I made chicken for Becky because she isn't eating cold cuts. She made a few comments about the cold cuts that she didn't have to eat. She also made a few comments about the wine we served. She does not want Kurt drinking while she is pregnant, but he didn't agree to this. Yeah, you go, King. Yeah, fucking right. <laughs> My husband and I have a second home that we just redid. We knocked down the, the original. The new home has three floors. First bedroom, hangout space, second middle living, master, third bedrooms. This had been in the works for years, so our kids are all very excited to go this summer. We are all set to go for our first trip in July. The issue that came up is that my two other kids, Tim and Cassie, who are 23 and 21 respectively, plan to have fun on this trip, which includes having some friends over to the house a few times, amusement cart, yeah, amusement park, scuba diving, going out. When Becky and Kurt were over last weekend, T and C were talking about their plans, and Becky got upset saying that because, oh geez, because she is pregnant, that the trip should not all be about drinking. It's not, but we aren't banning alcohol from the house. She also said that next year's trip will not include any get-togethers because she will have a small child. Tim just told her not to worry because she doesn't have to participate in any of the fun. Becky called me and said what? that she was upset about the plans. She said that we needed to respect the fact that she can't participate in all the activities we are planning. I told her that there were plenty of things she can participate in and not have to worry about what the other kids were doing. She then said she really thinks I should limit the drinking and the quote unquote parties. I informed her that I have no intention of limiting anything since this is their vacation as well. And these activities can take place on the back deck. I told her she can have the bedroom upstairs in the front so that she will not be bothered, but she was mad. She would have to walk up all the steps. Jesus she also accused me of caring less because Kurt is not my son. Not true. At the end of our talk, I told her she could get a rental to have their own space, but she accused me of trying to exclude her. I reminded her that she spent many nights out drinking when she was their age and that the world can't revolve around her just because she is pregnant. Am I the asshole? I uh, know. It kind of sounds like Kurt should have got some Becky instead of knocking up Becky. <laughs> <clears throat> I won't apologize for that. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Okay, bye, Kevin. Um, yeah. No, uh, Becky needs to kind of, you know, maybe take some Zoloft or some Ambien, sleep it off, chill out. <laughs> oh. She needs to relax. Jesus. Get her some Zannies. Oh, man. Yeah, anything you know, to make her on I just Yeah, the trip's fun. So. You know what? I just... the story if these people are going on vacation. Jeez, are we in a pandemic? Uh five posted five days ago <laughs> wow they must not live in ontario super spreaders no definitely not no i think if, if they lived in ontario then the the dilemma of the story would be about who gets first priority for a vaccine as opposed to um who gets to who gets first priority first shots at the plans for the vacation house i can't i can't wait till we see one of those stories on here oh fuck i'm looking forward to it um no i i don't think you're the asshole uh, I think the parents in this situation are very cool. And uh, I think it's really cool what they're letting, uh, what they're planning for their actual kids and what they're uh, kind of giving them, a, giving them a fun summer to uh, remember. But yeah, definitely not the asshole. Becky, get a fucking grip, honestly. Like, yeah, seriously, Becky, fuck yourself. I always, find, I always find that the ones that cry about people not pandering enough to them are the ones that are being faced with very little adversity. Like, it's never someone who's actually being faced with a bunch of adversity, ad, sorry, adversity, adversity that Jesus. says that they're having a tough time. Like, I don't know. 
That's that's you, anti-maskers. <laughs> hey, that's exactly the point I was going for there, Kevin. It's always Adversity. the people that bit the people that have the most that bitch about not having enough. Adversity welcomes the climb. Settle down, Stroso. All right. This is a fun one here. <laughs> Am I the asshole for changing the locks after my mother dot 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 walked in dot 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 on me and my partner? Uh, brother what are you doing (laughs) you know hey hey stepson (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing yeah before you know before we read the story i just want to i just want to point out i don't understand why this story why why this story even exists to begin with because if that were to happen would that not be a story where both of you agree yes we should probably change the locks (laughs) Like, <laughs> oh, no, no. you got to get into the story now. Yeah, I got to read the full thing and get some context up in here, eh? That's why we had stories like this. But All right. Fuck. I moved into my place a couple years ago. Mom lives about 10 minutes away walking distance. I lived alone at the time, so I gave her a key. That way, if I ever lost my key, I, sh- I could just go to her place and grab it. And if there was ever an emergency, she could help me. My partner of three years moved in with me about a year ago. He wanted to move in sooner, but had some stuff to sort out. I asked mom for her key so I could give it to him, but she kept forgetting. So I just made a copy of my key. Mom has kept her key. And though she swears she doesn't use it, I'll get home occasionally, maybe once a month to find that something is different. And mom admits to causing it. My partner and I also have a baby, a six month old. And while I'm able to be at home with the baby right now, if my partner's ever out and I need to go out, mom having a key means I can ask her to come over and enables her to leave the flat and take the baby outside. Edit. Some people have questioned this phrasing, so I just want to clarify: I do not leave my six-month-old six home alone. <laughs> my partner has to physically go into work, and while I'm on leave, there are still times that I have to leave the house and can't take my son. In those instances, I ask mom to come over, wait until she gets here, and then go out with my key. If I'm out, if while I'm out, my mom wants to take my son for a walk, then she uses her key to get in and out. I don't leave him alone at any point. It was my birthday a few days ago, and mom decided to let herself in. Her plan appears to have been to enter the bedroom and wake me with a surprise, her presence in my flat and a card. Unfortunately, she got the surprise, catching me and my partner while we were busy. Mom left Doing the room. Right. Mom, mom left. <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> were they doing paperwork? They were doing taxes on TurboTax? Well, yeah, that, that obviously, like, doing, doing taxes is pretty busy. Like, I can't imagine what else they do. They were, they they were compounding something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thanks for clearing that up, Alex. You yeah. can continue with the story now. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, it's about taxes. Nice. Mom left the room, obviously very embarrassed that she walked in on her daughter and her uh, son-in-law, you know, doing taxes. Um, but let's just say it ruined the mood and her joking after to break the tension did not work as she hoped. <laughs> obviously, everyone is embarrassed by this. And on the basis of me not wanting this to happen again, I asked her for her key back saying next time she wants to come over, she can call her text to say that she wants to come by and I will let her in. She refused to give the key back, calling me short-sighted, selfish, and ungrateful, and said I'm prioritizing my relationship with my partner over my relationship with her, which, yeah. (laughs) I said she's acting like a jealous ex, and it's creepy. She needs to calm down and leave the key. She then took the key and stormed out, so I asked my partner to change the main lock. Mom tried to get in yesterday to talk to me and make up after our argument, but when her key wouldn't work, she called me an arse for shutting her out and not having a conversation with her, saying me going straight to changing the lock made her feel like I didn't trust her and not talking to her made her feel like an unruly child. I wouldn't Am trust I the her asshole? either. No. <laughs> Kevin just jumps the gun. There. Don't fucking come into my house. Like, no. No. You're not the asshole. <sighs> like, I hate to say it, mom, but like, 
if it's your daughter's birthday and you're going to show up at her flat where that she shares with her partner unannounced, like you gotta, you gotta expect that's going to happen first and foremost. Um, Derek, Nick, anything? I mean, yeah, no, you not the asshole. no, not the asshole. Of course. I mean, if you need to, I mean, she could have just called or texted to ask for tax help if she really wanted. <laughs> like, we like i'm not sure what else needs to be said just like obviously privacy get get the fuck out of your kids lives parents i think that's well, what needs to be said well sometimes they need an exit you know and yes you have a key so maybe i don't know turn around leave the leave the door and lock it and exit i don't know this girl's not the asshole she yeah calm down mom talk about it over at fucking memorial day weekend barbecue i don't know god <laughs> All right, so mom, next time you want to come over, please knock to make sure that we're not doing our taxes because it's a very painstaking process and I don't appreciate you interrupting us while we're very uh, deep into it. You can call me. I'll tell you what's on line 144. I mean. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, They might have been on line 69. Let's be real. Ah, yeah, there we go. There it is. Why why that line particularly, Derek? I don't understand. (laughs) Nick, it's, the, it's the sex. Sixty-nine's a funny number because they're the because it's just the same number but like flipped upside down. Oh, like ninety-six. Yes, cool. exactly. <laughs> okay, cool. Glad this podcast right. is opening up my eyes. <laughs> All right, am I the asshole for letting our kids play in the pool where a neighbor's child died and for not getting rid of the pool? <laughs> what? I must wow. give the parents a sinking feeling. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, Nick, you did not have to go there. All right. Sandra so when my swim, hu- baby, let's go. <laughs> so when my husband oh my- and I were looking at houses, we found this great one with a pool in the backyard. Normally it would have been out of our price range, but this one was a great deal. The reason I why, why. I was <laughs> well, she, and then she goes on to say the reason why was because one of the neighbor's children had drowned in the pool last summer. It's haunted. I know it's really morbid, but my husband and I discussed it and we decided that we could look past it. I mean, we could never otherwise afford anything like it. It was big enough that all our kids could finally have their own bedrooms. When we had moved in, the pool was empty and we didn't see the point in filling it since at the time it was too cold out to go swimming anyway. Since it's getting hot out now, we decided to finally fill it last week. Our kids had a great time swimming and were having fun laughing and playing games. Later though, the husband later though, my husband was confronted by our neighbor, the one whose kid died, saying that the sounds of kids playing in the pool was traumatizing to his family and that we were horrible for letting our kids play in that pool after what had happened. Since then, we've learned from an online post that several other people in the neighborhood similarly feel that we are being insensitive by letting our kids play in the pool, many of them thinking that the right thing to do would have been to get rid of the pool or fill it up. Even though, even considering it all, though, we don't want to get rid of our pool. We've never had a pool before, but now we're really enjoying it and our kids do too. Am I the asshole? No. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) If they're so fucking traumatized, they can move the fuck out of the neighborhood. Like fuck you. Yeah, that's a. That, I mean, that's a tough situation because I do get why that would be kind of traumatizing to hear kids playing in the pool and like you you, you saw your kid die because of that. But that's not their problem. Like, no. did you really think that any people were gonna lo- move into the house and just not take advantage of the pool? Yeah, like, exactly. This is a really weird. Pool they, they wanted them to fill the pool. Realistically, they did fill the pool with more water. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was thinking that when I read that line, I was like, wait, they did fill the pool though. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, no, you're not the asshole. It's not insensitive. Like, 
you don't know that you don't know these people you didn't know the kid i mean i don't i mean it sounds like an asshole thing to say but i don't cry over you know somebody i didn't know who died like it's just yeah you're not the asshole yeah kevin maybe if you did cry the tears could fall up the pool then i don't know (laughs) all right I hate these posts that have they, they I always miss it when it says update on it and I start reading it and then I realize it's an update. It's like unsolved mysteries. Update. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um great show by the way. Um yeah, it's sla- oh yeah, the Robert Stack episodes slap. Oh fuck yeah. I like the uh what was the one oh, fuck I forget his name. Uh the one after? Re- no, it was one of, it was one of the first ones, the one at the hotel in Baltimore like Rio Rivera or something like that. Oh, I'm talking about the original series. Alex. Oh, okay, I'm probably talking about season 2. My bad. That's on Amazon Prime Video. Oh, I see. Sponsor us Jeff Bezos. You have enough money. <laughs> am all right. This one is am I the asshole for not giving my mom the money that I saved up that she really really needs to save her and her baby's lives. Oh, Jeez. All right. Oh, now you got to get freaking deep lyrics Just a- here. Just reading reading that title, I can tell that this is going to be a nightmare dramatically. So bear with me here, boys. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm the fourth oldest of 10 kids. My mom Holy is currently shit. pregnant with her 11th. <laughs> Jesus. Bill Rivers. All right. So this is, I didn't know Reddit was around in fucking 1924, but uh, here we are. Um, yep. Ever since I was 12, I wanted to move out. I've been saving up money. It's been hard actually not spending, but I'm now 21 and have saved $7,000. Good for you. My mom knows I work full time, but I lied and told her it was an unpaid internship. Otherwise she would have made me give her the money. Her boyfriends literally don't have money. So she has been my siblings and I's checks since forever. I'm sick of living in this house. with So many people, there's nothing more that I want than to move away and live by myself. Finally. My friend and I always talked about moving to New York and her, her uncle is a soup. Jesus Christ. Her uncle is a super who offered us an apartment at a really good rate recently. The idea went from being just something we talked about to actually being a reality. Once I secured a job interview, I knew it was time to tell my mom I was moving out. Despite having four older siblings, none of them have moved out. I didn't know how she'd react. She was extremely upset and asked me how I had money to move to somewhere as expensive as New York and pay rents. I admitted to saving money and that's when she lost her shit. She started screaming up how I know she's struggling to pay rent and pay for her baby's formula and diapers. And one of her twin toddlers had to have surgery two years ago and I didn't offer a dime and they're my siblings. Two weeks before my flight, my mom fainted at her job and was hospitalized. They said that the pregnancy was too high risk. She had problems with her other pregnancies before this one and almost died with her last pregnancy. And they advised her to abort. Otherwise the baby could cost her life. She refused to abort saying that she's been getting, <laughs> saying that she's been getting pregnant since she was 14. <laughs> it wasn't going to kill her now. <laughs> oh my she was in the hospital on bed rest and she called me begging to send her some of the money. Now she was in the fuck, Jesus Christ begging to send her some of the money, not even all to pay for a special procedure to help her baby. I literally can't afford to waste a dime. My money isn't going to last long. And even with a job lined up, I didn't want to risk potentially wasting all my money before I even got to New York. So I told her I couldn't. She went off calling me an asshole saying moving isn't as important to her and her baby's life. All of my siblings are saying I'm evil and that I can't wait, that I can wait to move later and that I'm young and that I'm a major asshole for not helping at all. Once I get more stable, I do intend to send her money. I offered $500 and she hung up. I don't know if I'm wrong or not. <laughs> Am I the asshole? No. It- no, is she trying to? I just want to. I just want to say that if 
if the subject in this story didn't have a job and a consistent financial stream coming in lined up, then I would be completely convinced that this was Brad that wrote this. <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah, it was like a fucking full set of roster of like a full 12 man roster and then like maybe two top four defensemen right now. <laughs> You're, this this woman's looking to assemble a full NHL team. Like how many of um, these kids are eligible for the Seattle expansion draft? I would think all of them. I don't think their rights belong to any other team. It's just uh, a matter of who you want to protect. That's true. Um okay, uh what do you what do we think, boys? No, not 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 the asshole. Um like who the fuck has fucking ten kids nowadays? <laughs> I was just, just gonna for the say, record. Like, I'm pretty sure, like that's why I thought this was posted in like 1924. Yeah, like, and and sorry, she's pregnant with her 11th since it was 14. This is her 11th child she's pregnant with. Yeah, no, you like, I don't know. If if I say get your tubes tied, I sound like some fucking white governor or fucking senator that's writing law. But seriously, like Ron, Kevin is Ron DeSantis. <laughs> but like, seriously, like there's why the fuck do you keep getting knocked up? Yeah, they, that's a good question. Like, why, <laughs> that's a great question. Like, what, like at, at, at what point are you in a position where you're like, yeah, <laughs> 10 kids. Fuck it. One more guys. Let's go. Well, yeah, exactly. And like, where are all these fucking deadbeat losers that are knocking you up? Where's their money? Like, <laughs> Great Fuck. question. I think the fact that she's she's essentially giving her kids shit because her kids successful in trying to make a good life for themselves. I think that's really really slimy. Like, I, like ultimately in the end, I feel like it's a pretty common theme among good parents that you don't care what happens to you. You just want to see your kids succeed and yeah. kids move on and like do well in life. And this mom just sounds like the polar opposite of that. Like, I know you have your own issues going on, but if you're at a point where you're begging your kid who's trying to make a life for themselves to like save you and provide for you. It's like, just fuck, stop having kids then. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Par- parents Listen, that guilt their kids for money are like some of the lowest form of pieces of shit. Listen, lady, the kids aren't Pokemon. You don't got to catch them all. Just close your legs. Okay. Like, like come on. <laughs> that was original Derek. You know, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> um, <laughs> Am I the asshole for not supporting my roommate financially for breaking my fast as a joke? Ashy? All right. <laughs> hey, leave him alone. He's not feeling well tonight. <laughs> Insert Brad profile picture. I don't care that you've had your vaccine. All right. um, so for context, I'm 19. I live in a three plus one house with two other roommates as I'm going to college. I have some savings, so I pay for most of the rent for one of my roommates, P, who's 21. So on to the story. I am Muslim and I do fast during Ramadan. I also do the cooking in the house. On Saturday, I was cooking the dishes as I always did. And I asked my roommate P what the time was. And he purposely, pur- purposefully told me the time was 10 minutes later than it actually. Oh, fuck. Okay, I see what he's saying. I asked my roommate what the time was. And he purposely told me the time was 10 minutes later than it actually was. So assuming I could open my fast, I tasted the shrimp I was cooking because they're a P's fave. And I wanted to do something for him. After that, he burst into laughter, telling me the real time and laughing with a hunt gotcha face. I was mad. I told him he could finish making his dinner and from now on pay his own rent. I do not think I do think not helping him with rent when he's struggling financially might be an asshole move, though. So Reddit, am I the asshole? Wow, that was a really short story. I thought there was going to be a lot more of that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, boys? Yeah, the silence here. I know that was a long story. A lot, a lot to process. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm having a brain cramp. Unless that's a stroke. (laughs) Might be both. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Is Kevin gone? Kevin? Kevin. Kevin! He's he's muted right now. Kevin's muted. Kevin, you're muted, buddy. Oh, they've probably left him. My family's in Florida, and I'm in New York. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, the the roommate's an asshole for doing that. It's kind of a dick move, but I mean, going so far to throw the rent thing seems a little extreme, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah. It's kind of like a step down from everything else we've dealt with so far. Yeah, it was kind of... It was so-so, really. Happy birthday 21 minutes ago, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do we use Alex too? I don't know. What, what is going on? This this podcast isn't freaking successful anymore. I know. Poor Kevin. Having to edit this. All right. Am I the asshole for asking my wife to change the dress she was going to wear at my uncle's wedding? So I feel like this could go one of two ways. It could either be the husband's a dick and it's like, okay, let, let your wife wear whatever the fuck she wants. Or maybe she's being like Meredith from that episode of the office where she it's casual Friday and she's just wearing that one shirt. There's no, no underwear on or anything. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be either one of those. I'm glad you got the reference, Kevin. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> fuck. How are you going to call it casual Friday? If you can't even be casual. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, my uncle who's 20 or sorry, I'm 27 and my uncle got married a couple weeks ago. He's the youngest of four and he's four years older than me and my, and for that we're super close. However, my wife has not been on good terms with my uncle's wife, but overall they're cordial with each other. Three weeks prior to the wedding, she purchased a white dress, which was similar to a wedding dress silhouette style. I asked if she was going to wear that at the wedding. She said, no, she already had a yellow max dress for the wedding. I was relieved. Otherwise we would have had a problem. While we were getting ready to go, she walked out of the bedroom wearing the white dress I saw weeks ago. I told her to wait and asked why she was wearing the white dress and not the yellow one. She said she gave it to her sister since it's her style and couldn't say no because her sister begged her to borrow it for the trip. Explained that a white dress looked better. It felt more comfortable, so no problem. I said, of course, we had a problem. Wearing white to a wedding when she's not the bride is a huge no. That was going to be I my didn't... point. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like. I told her I didn't want for us to cause drama and attention, but she got mad and she said she's an adult and is responsible for her dress choice. I firmly told her as the argument got heated that I strongly believe her reasons to wear the white dress were because of her issues with my uncle's then STB wife, soon to be wife. I suggested she stay at home and not attend if she can't get along with her, but she said it wasn't about that. Eventually, I asked her to change the dress and wear something else, something more appropriate, but she turned this into a huge argument about me treating her selfishly and basically choosing my uncle and his wife's feelings over hers because I told her I don't want this to affect my relationship with my uncle. She got all stubborn and refused, saying she either keep the dress or not go. She chose to stay. I went to the wedding without her, and I wasn't happy. Since then, she's been giving me the cold shoulder, saying I deprived her of being at the wedding by policing her looks and disregarding her feelings. I asked how she feel if someone showed up in a white dress at our wedding, for example. Would she be okay with that? I got no response at all, but she says now is that all she says now is I chose my uncle and his wife's feelings over hers. Am I the asshole? No. <laughs> no. The, like, nope. this is the, he made my point for me, but I mean, like, t- when you started this, I was really hoping that he was going to be like some asshole that was just like controlling what his girlfriend wore and shit, but no, he, he's, he's not the asshole. You don't Women don't wear white to a wedding. It's yeah, just... like that's just common knowledge. You don't wear a white dress to a wedding. Yeah, like yeah, exactly. Sounds about white. 
<laughs> Fuck you, Nick. Oh, my. We couldn't go one podcast without you saying that, you stupid dick. Well, don't be a fucking asshole then. Fine. <laughs> Step it up. Jeez. I mean, isn't that the point of this podcast? Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. We're, we're supposed to call people the assholes. Not yeah, but we kind assholes. of we kind of are the assholes, so. Yeah. All right, this one is, am I the asshole for not telling people that I have gay dads? Oi. Hmm. No. I am 16, and I, if you look at the comment section on any social media post involving gay people, that you have your answer right there. No, you're not the asshole. Jeremy um, Pridham. I'm 15. Or I, I am a 16. <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> what did you say, Nick? <laughs> Jeremy Pridham. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. All right. Oh, wow. So I'm 16, wow. and I was adopted by gay dads two years ago. My friends and I were having a fun Zoom chit-chat when one of my dads came in to tell me that he was going out, and my other dad was having an important Zoom meeting in the study, so I cannot enter the study. Now, we live in a relatively small town where almost everyone knows everyone, and it's pretty well known that one of my dads adopted me two years ago. One of my friends asked me if I had two dads, to which I replied yes, and she got angry at me for not informing that earlier. She took offense to the fact that I didn't tell her about how my dads were gay, even though I knew that she was a Christian, and now I purposely think she, and now I, now she thinks I purposely hid that price of information from her knowing that she's a Christian. She is now spreading lies about how I, had to cha- how I tried to change her religion by hiding the fact that my dads were gay. Most of the town knew that my father's were gay and therefore are not supporting her in these claims. So now she thinks I'm purposely plotting against her so that she becomes an outcast just for following her religion. I mean, I knew that she was a Christian, but I know a lot of Christians that are okay with homosexuality. So I never thought of it as a big deal. Am I the asshole? (laughs) No, no, I'm I'm not even going to expand. No, you aren't the asshole. Fine, I will expand. Uh, oh, fuck, man. Like, that, people... that, sigh, that sigh wasn't directed at you, Kevin. It was just no, 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 I know, no, fucking... I know. But, like, pe- people's sexuality is their their thing. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to you or anybody. It's That's it. It's, that's all. The people like that, that, that go off like that, they make religious people always look bad like that, that's just the extreme level of stupidity on that one like stop using your religion as a, a fallback for the fact that you're just a fucking whack job mm-hmm. have to agree nick yeah this is a super tough scene and <laughs> i agree with derek pretty much he pretty much summed up everything i was gonna say so i i've made my peace with that and no op is not the asshole I've made my peace with that. Hey, Nick, Talking is difficult. That? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you're if if you're a Christian and you go by what a fucking ten million year old book says, and conveniently cherry pick things like being gay as a sin, but like completely conveniently forget about other things, like about how supposedly eating shrimp is a fucking sin, um, you're a shitty person, and you're not staying true to your religion. You just you're you're homophobic. So uh, people like that are the absolute worst. And no, you are not the asshole for um, uh, not telling your friend because it sounds like she wouldn't have taken it well, anyways. But it also sounds like everybody already fucking knew anyway. So if you didn't get this, that's just you being oblivious to the fucking world around you. Shut the fuck up. Agreed. All right. Am I the asshole for refusing to take my sister and her kids in unless her husband stays out? Oh boy. 
a bad husband, what can go wrong? <laughs> you can spend her bonus and then fucking get pissed off. <laughs> hey man, the PS5 made him happy. Oh, you probably got an Xbox fucking loser. Xbox One yeah. series or whatever the All fuck right. it's called. I don't know yeah. what it's called. It's series series X, I think. Cool, you named yourself after an iPhone. Good work, Bill Gates. Careful. He's <laughs> gonna fucking put that microchip in you. Whatever. Melinda's thing. I'm excited to get my vax. I'm I'm excited to get my vaccine to see if uh they put the five G chip right in your bloodstream or what. Maybe Derek, uh, can, I mean, you, can you confirm, Kevin? Uh yeah. And uh I have had consistently better better uh 5G my fo- signal. My phone's, fi- my phone's 5G now. It was never 5G yeah. beforehand. <laughs> that's because you oh, yeah. live in Wasaga. Yeah. No, it's because I got a new phone, but anyways. Maybe that's yeah, why. Why the, fuck are peop- why the fuck are people complaining about getting a 5G ship put into them? Does that not just mean like like forever fucking incredible cell phone service? Okay, here's the deal. Everybody complaining because, oh, they're going to track us. You already get tracked if they wanted to. You have a fucking cell phone. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like seriously, those stupid fucking conspiracy theories with that shit. Like you're dumb. Just shut the fuck this up. This is this is not a political podcast, Eric. It's not even political. <laughs> it's just fucking common sense. Something yeah, big people... happening April tenth. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sure, sure. Jason D. Gray. Maybe yeah, that's why Ashy isn't on the podcast tonight because he took too much five G in his blood system and now he's feeling a little buggy. It's messing with his fucking. As he's job, probably, he's he's probably hearing. He's probably hearing like static in his ears and stuff. <laughs> no, that's, that's just a fucking Tim Hortons Wi-Fi. <laughs> I hear static in my ears every time I hear Jim Houston talk. So true. <laughs> that's just a PTSD from hearing Jim Houston talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the, the first line of the story is just grammar. So I'm assuming that means the grammar is not good. Um, so I am 32 and my father passed two years ago. He left me in my house. <laughs> yeah. 32 year old woman. You're right. Well, he, left like me, he left me and my half sister. We both have different moms, same dad inheritance. That was equally split between me and her. My sister spent her inheritance money in just, in just a few months. She oh. is, a, uh, I'm assuming S T A H M means stay at home mother, but I'm not sure. Um, with two kids and have and always had financial hardship. I haven't touched my inheritance money. I live in an apartment that I inherited from my biological mom in 2016. My sister sat me down to talk about her and her husband's current situation. She said her husband can no longer pay rent and that they needed a place to stay. I asked for time to think since me and her husband don't get along. She says it was okay. She said she showed up the, or the next day. She showed up with her tone, her tone completely changed. She said her husband thinks I'm being manipulative by taking time to think about letting them come. And that my apartment is an inheritance and she's my sister. Therefore I should share it with her and the kids. She said her husband also says that if I wasn't going to let my sister share the apartment, then I should give her my half of my dad's inheritance saying it's not fair since my sister doesn't work has two kids and will soon be homeless while I have a paying job, no kids and a whole apartment to myself. <sighs> Uh, don't you love just being entitled to other people's shit? It's the best, right, Nick? <laughs> it is, but in this case, this lady's the fucking asshole. Maybe don't spend all your money. Dumb yeah. I was speechless. I opened the argument by saying the apart the apartment was from mom, and mom never related to my half sister. She has no right to her inheritance. Also, she had already had half of her dad's inheritance, so she can't touch mine just because her husband thinks so. She started crying, telling me to think about my nephews. Again, parroted her husband's words, saying, I have two options. I either let her 
I either let them move in or give them support money for my inheritance. I said she and the kids can move in, but her husband, no, he's banned from my place. She pitched a fit saying she can't believe I wanted to keep the kid's father away from them. And I'm the reason she'll be homeless for refusing. But I flipped out and I said, I'm not, but it's her deadbeat of a husband that she keeps repeating his nasty words instead of holding him accountable for the shitty city, shitty situation they're in. I told her I won't continue to speak to her since my husband speaks to her. She left after the blow up. Days later, I discussed this with my stepmom and she said she could not believe I cut contact with my sister only asking for help and that I needed to see her soon and arrange for one of the two options to be considered. Reminding me that innocent kids are involved even if my brother-in-law can be rude to me, but I'm standing my ground on letting him into my place after what he said. Am I the asshole? No. We've no. been over <laughs> this. God damn it. Jesus you, it's you, you can usually determine who the asshole is like midway through the story. Yeah, and oh god, and like the, the, the families that side with them, like, I uh, yeah, fuck, fuck everybody in this story except for OP. Yeah, the story was like established, like the asshole was established within like two sentences. I oh I got we got yeah I got half of the inheritance money and my sister got the other half. My sister is a stam, whatever the fuck that is, and spent all her money. <laughs> within a few months it's like fucking julian and ricky getting out of prison and julian saves all his money and then ricky spends all his money on <laughs> ricky blows it yeah he fucking buys new clothes fucking he buys liquor and dope he buys yeah, a fucking fuck go-kart for bubbles <laughs> he spends the rest of the money on encyclopedias for trinity he gives a hundred dollars to lady to that fuck was... off <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He was that was nice of him to buy that buy that fucking go-kart for bubbles though. Fucking right. Um my favorite line from this whole story is let me see if I can find it again. Um it's so good you forgot it. Good job. Well, no, I know what the line is. I just I don't want to paraphrase it. I want to read it out loud. Um Julian <laughs> paired her husband's word saying, I have two options. I either let them move in or give them support money for my inheritance. Like, who the fuck made you so entitled? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're in your own situation you dug your own grave figure it out yourself like like where the hell why, why is your sister entitled to basically fucking give you everything you need on a platter yeah because your husband's a deadbeat like holy shit julian i really need ten thousand dollars right now <laughs> <laughs> fuck man some people are just fucking shit shows yep all right, this one is throwaway account as the family are on Reddit, but I really need help. I'm so frustrated and confused right now. Am I the asshole for refusing to return my late wife's ring to the family? Ooh. You're confused about this. So, oh I fuck this good. I am a thirty. Oh. I am a thirty-year-old woman, and I married my thirty-six-year-old wife a year ago. We had been together for six years, married for one before she passed away. It's been a really rocky time for me, and I'm still struggling, but getting there day by day. My wife had been close with her grandmother when she was growing up, and when she passed away, her grandmother left a beautiful ring which had been in the family for generations. My wife used this ring to propose to me, and it also became my wedding ring. I have worn it every day since she gave it to me, and it's truly my most precious item from her. It feels like she is with me always, and when I look at it, it brings my heart some happiness to remember our time together. My wife even spent money on the ring to get it restored, as it had a few cosmetic faults, but by doing this, more or less doubled the value, too. It's very unique and shaped like a snake with a diamond in its head and rubies for the eyes. The diamond was cracked, and the blue enamel I needed repairing, which she did before proposing. My brother-in-law has now decided to propose to his girlfriend, and he wants to use the snake ring as their grandmother wanted the ring to be used as an engagement ring for one for when one of her grandchildren wanted to marry. 
Mary, a first come first serve situation. Although it was never really expected her granddaughter would be doing the proposing as it was always assumed that the boys would offer it to their girlfriends. But my wife got there and did it first. And that was that. Wow. There's not a single period or comma in that sentence. <laughs> Jesus. Are you out of it breath? Was never, it was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just fucking ran a marathon. It was never really questioned either as my wife and she had been so close to nobody had any objections at the time as the ring was still within the family and neither of my brother-in-laws were anywhere near getting engaged. I refuse to give the ring back and I've now caused a huge rift with my family-in-law. My mother-in-law and brother-in-laws are all calling me an asshole as they want the ring to continue being a part of their family and to be passed down in the generations as it was expected to. I'm distraught. My wife and I were not big sentimental gift givers, and this is probably the only thing she was truly proud to gift me. It was a huge deal for us and meant the world to both of us. My family-in-law have also thrown in my face that the grandmother wouldn't have even wanted me to have it since she was Russian and would be very much against a same-sex couple. This really hurts and feels like a low blow as long or as, as although it's definitely true, I was accepted by my family-in-law. The grandmother had been long gone before I met my wife. They are now saying that it should go to the boys as she intended. It all got really nasty and I just don't know what to do. The family even offered to buy the ring off me for the full value of the ring with the repairs, but I refuse. It's the only thing I have of my wife and parting with it feels like the only piece I have left of my broken heart being taken away. Am I the asshole? No. No. Uh, no. No. Um. Mon- money rules the world, and girls rule the world, according to Beyonce. But uh, who runs the world, Nick? Girls. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> on a more serious note, yeah, sentiment- sentimental value means more here. So you know, the tough part about for me in this story is it's like. I get that there could be situations like this when it looks really bad on the girl who owns the ring side, who is not a part of the family. And there are situations where, you know, the girl in question here maybe just wants to keep the ring because it's a money grab. And that would be proven if she, if she were to agree to sell the money back for full value. But the fact that she turned down the value of the ring, as compensation and she just wanted to keep the ring for herself to hold that sentimental value. Like at that point, would you not say, wow, this ring really means a lot to her. Like we may as well, we may as well just let them keep it. Like it's probably going to do more for them than it will for us. Yeah. You would think so off really. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to lie. Family heirlooms are fucking dumb. (laughs) I agree. You you could fucking quote me on that. I don't care. (laughs) And people like get pissy about them and yeah. I don't know. Kevin, I'm very upset with you right now, and I'm going to yell at you later. You know, I think okay. family. I think I'm family heirlooms. Kevin, I think family heirlooms okay. are good until people get pissy and start feeling entitled. To them. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. No, that's that's more fair. If the family and if the family in question is good about it, and it's like, and th- there's never any conflict like that, then I think they can be okay. But once people like once it once people start like, I don't know, like. I kind of just lost my train of thought there, but you know what I'm saying, right? Like once people, once there ends up being conflict and once it causes a rift in the family and like it, it, it it's enough to break part, break apart a family, then yeah, the, the heirlooms are pretty fucked. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I should, I should backtrack on mine. They're, they're stupid when it gets to that point mm-hmm. in general. I mean, things passed down. That's, that's cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. But when, yeah, when it exactly. comes but between it family fighting point yeah. like that, then it's like stupid. Yeah. Give it up. Like, sure, heirlooms are cool, but if it's going to break apart the family, then they're overrated. Like, 
Yeah. And then, you know, it's not about the family. It's more about the value of the item involved. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's exactly. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head there, Derek. It's like, it all comes down to, it all comes down to if the family really cares about the heirloom or if it's really just about the money, like money, money, money. We don't need your money, money, money. Okay. Jesse J. Yeah, fuck, I haven't heard that yet. deep friggin' lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> no shame, uh, put a price on right. those lyrics. Chiching. <laughs> Am I okay? This I I, I feel like we will we'll already be. Boys. I feel like walls. We'll I feel like we'll be able to get this. Uh, we'll all be able to determine this one after maybe maybe the first paragraph or something. Is all this right. the last story or what? Yeah, I feel like this. Wait, this will be a good one to end off on. Yeah. Oh, better be. No pressure. Derek's about to fall asleep. <laughs> no, I'm not. I've been doing more yawning than Derek tonight, honestly. Credit where credit's due. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, this, this one, it's got a very vague title, but yeah. Am I the asshole for kicking out my parents and sister for trying to control my life? <laughs> what do you think, boys? Ooh. Early predictions? What simple plan song is this? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's, right. it's, it's a headless uh, song, Nick. Uh, uh, <laughs> I would have just touched me in the wrong way. <laughs> I used to, I used to watch, uh, I, I used to watch uh, Strombo on Much Music. Uh, for those that are old enough, you might remember Strombo. Um, um, Trails uh, hockey night in George, Canada host George, George. George, George Strombolopolis. Strum <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm a 22-year-old woman, and I've moved out of my parents' house last year to a condo that's 30 minutes away. I did this because I hate living with them as they're very controlling and like to force my siblings and I to follow their beliefs. My well, Sounds like a, just a fucking healthy family. My oldest sister, who's 24, is like my parent, i.e. very traditional and controlling. My parents never approved of us getting a boyfriend. They believe in an arranged marriage. Oh, my fucking God, man and prohibit us from engaging in premarital sex, but I don't care about this bullshit. Yeah, as you shouldn't. It's fucking 2021. Jesus. Yep. I've had boyfriends behind their backs, and only my youngest sister, who's 16, knows about it as we're very close. I have a boyfriend, 23, who I've been going out for with eight, going out with for eight months now. Yesterday, I, have, I invited him over to hang out at my home, and we had sex. My oldest sister decided to visit me out of nowhere and, quote-unquote, caught us. Nice. It pissed me off so much that she visited without notifying me. She then started screaming at me and called me a whore for sleeping around. I tried to make her understand that it was my boyfriend, and even, while, even if I was sleeping around, it was none of her business. She didn't like my answer and proceeded to call my parents to snitch on me. Well, they were pissed, and my mom started going on about how I committed a sin. I'm an atheist, but she doesn't respect it, and forced me to break up with my boyfriend. My dad even started saying how it was time they find a groom for me so that I would behave. Oh, my oh. fucking God. I kicked them out of my house and told them to only talk to me if they're willing to apologize to my boyfriend and me for disrespecting us. My mom is now trying to guilt trip me by stating that she's my mom and has sacrificed a lot to raise me. I know she's sacrificed a lot, but I'm not too fond of the way she's treating me. I am 22, not 12. They're still pissed and have spam on my phone. My cousins heard about it and forced me to apologize to my parents and sister for kicking them out and yelling at them. I refused to do that and blocked them. My youngest sister and boyfriend are on my side. She even called out my oldest sister for being a nosy bitch, but nobody else is listening to her as she's not an adult. So am I the asshole for standing up for myself and my boyfriend? No. No. Nope. 
you know in in no world are you the asshole you know in, in this situation i only have one thing to say about this story and then i'll let you guys elaborate if your family believes in arranged marriage just get the fuck out of there don't talk to them just leave them in the dust like that's fucked that's completely fucked up it's 2021 like all right uh guys keep me you can go for it leave them in disarray and disarranged <laughs> word okay nick <laughs> wow okay yeah I, like alex you said it when you were reading the story like it's fucking 2021 let's let's just let's not ditch the fucking... arranged marriage bullshit let's ditch the no premarital sex bullshit it's fucked just it's 2021 do whatever the fuck you want man like yeah Derek? 100%. Yeah, I think we've hit it all on that one. Like, fuck. Just the whole arranged marriage and all that shit is just fucked up. All right. Well, Kevin, it was an absolute pleasure for me to uh, host yet another edition of Am I the Asshole here on the ever so beloved Bitch Pigeons podcast. Yep. Now, would you like to close out the show? Uh, Nick, you want to roll the, roll the sponsor tape? Uh, this podcast. <laughs> 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 Nick, Kevin, you're gonna have to clip that when you edit this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, anyways, um, this podcast is sponsored by Capri Sun, 100% juice for 100% kids. And yes, they stole that slogan from Juicy Juice. It's a Capri Sun's our sponsor now, and not Juicy Juice. And also, shout out to. Moderna and Team Pfizer gang for um, getting us through these trying times, friend folks. So make sure you test positive. Oh, wait, you don't want to test positive. (laughs) (laughs) positive. Dude, this this ad read has been a train wreck from start to finish. (laughs) Never a dull moment on the Bitch Pigeons podcast, but... uh, Think positive, test negative, and have a Capricorn with Asa Roller for Nick. Is there any new new flavor this week, Nick? No, no, no new flavor this week. Unfreaking believable. At least Juicy Juice kept coming with the fresh taste. Juicy Juice kept it fresh. Uh, All right. Well, um, (laughs) we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll reconvene next week and, uh, yeah. So uh show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Okay, goodbye.